tinfoil hat. Oh, what the fuck are you guys even talking about? Global controls will have to be imposed. And a world governing body will be created to enforce them. Welcome to tinfoil hat. We, we, we go deep, homeboy. Eric, open your mind. Drink. God, what was wrong with that? No, no. You're like the baby lion learning to roar. Simba, I'm like Simba. Rock. Rock. Joining me as always, my good friend <laughs> and yours, Xavier Guerrero. What's up? And on the ones and twos, Jay Nice, Johnny Woodard. Hey, man. Hey, man. Good show today. Good. Hey, dude, I thought we had a great show. You guys are going to love it. We got the guys from Generation Z and podcast, and they dropped the hammer of the gods on us. Okay. Hammer! the gods it's a good good episode two words black goo black goo i'm all about that i could talk black goo for hours uh very excited man the big 500 is less than a month away Yowza. and tickets are going quick it's gonna be a party it's gonna be a lot of fun all your favorite conspiracy theorists should be there and all the swarm packed with nothing but love so i hope you guys can join us it's going to be a fun night. We're all going to hang out and get weird. So go to samtriplee.com and join us on the podcast. Uh, where is it? Sam, go to samtriplee.com. Right there. Let's look at it. Uh, yeah. click, click the uh, website there. Click the website. Here we go. We go to samtriplee.com. We click the website. Come on, man. Oh, you go to website and it's a. Uh, Bam, here we go. It's at Diversions Amusements, Las Vegas premier event space. Join us, man. I'm very excited. It's going to be fun. Eddie Bravo is going to be there. These two knuckleheads. Uh, off the Grid Ryan says he's coming. Oh, great. You know, uh, Mark Steves uh, is going to be joining us. The Booker, everybody's going to be there. I wish I could bring Ghost and Ninja. Uh, I doubt the mom will allow me to do that. But. I would I will ask. They need to start they need to get back on podcast. They gotta get exposed to some. We're gonna have very uh bugs. special t shirts for that night. You guys are gonna love it, especially how Johnny looks. You're gonna love it. It's gonna oh. be a great, great show. What what do you how I look? What do you mean? Ooh. You're gonna love the t shirt. Oh, I'm on a t shirt? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> You're gonna love it. You're gonna love All it. Right. It, it will right. probably be your favorite t shirt. Yeah, I, I'm kind of scared. I'm scared sarcasm. for you, Johnny. Don't be afraid. If this was an Instagram <laughs> post, you would be banned uh, because there's a lot of sarcasm in what you just said. Yeah, there. Okay. Uh, guys, uh, and guess what? Brand new show, Pennsylvania. Daddy's coming. I'm going to be in Pennsylvania October 1st at Soul Joel's show. I think uh, Howie Dewey from Cash Days will be joining me, and I believe Chris Neff. If he can make it, we'll be coming. And we're going to be doing there. And I'm setting up something at the dojo if you can go October 2nd. But that has not been finalized as as of the recording of this episode. But go to samtriplee.com for all of my dates, including Boise, Idaho, 
and, and Salt, Lake uh, Salt Lake City. So get ready to rock. Get ready to rock. Daddy's coming. New material. Feeling great. Uh, just very thankful for everything. Uh, t-shirts. A new t. I, I can't wait till October so I can drop the new t-shirt that's coming out. Snatcher Loosh. That will be out soon. But as of right now, uh, Taliban skydiving team is out there. That's so, it's so funny. It, you know, face on it, it just makes me laugh every yeah. time I see it. Skydiving team's out there. All your favorite shirts. It's a wonderful way to support the show. Go to uh, Who did that design? That's a really good design. Zoltan. Huh? He's great, huh? Go to tinfallhattshirts.com and check it out. Supports the show. <laughs> that kills me, dude. That, I, I don't know what something about that just makes it's me. It's funny, dude. I think it's it's like it's just the right amount of wrong. You know what I'm saying? Right. It, it, it tickles my fun. If I me. thought somebody really died, I would have put the shirt out. Yeah. Well, I see. I think maybe somebody did die, and it, I'm still laughing. So <laughs> well, you know, shit happens. Uh guys, I have a lot of a uh, 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 premium content. You know. I'm on a website called Rockfin, R-O-K-F-I-N.com. All right? It's a wonderful website. I have, I am putting out seven episodes a week on that show, on that channel. Wow. Two from Tim Fall Hat Premium, two from my spiritual podcast, Zero, two from Conspiracy Social Club, and one from Broken Sim, and we just did the greatest of all time sports talk. Which yes, I'm gonna start doing did. more. I'm gonna start ranting and just sending it to Johnny to put out. Do it. So we're talking eight episodes a week, four times a month. I mean, four weeks a month. So you're talking forty episodes for ten dollars. Ten dollars. Someone came up to me. He's like, I had to unsubscribe. You were putting out too much stuff. I go, You're not meant to listen to it all. It's meant. Hey man, I'd like to see something. <laughs> you're not like a foie gras geese. You know how they force food down their throat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have to do this. You it's don't not. have to see every episode. Just know when you're in the mood for something, something new's there. Yeah. And if if it's not just me, it's everybody on the episode like, on the on the website. This is these are the moments you want to have rock fin. Like when John McAfee dies, Sam Tripley. That's because everyone's like, why don't you guys talk about it on Tinfoil? That's not for here. Yeah. We have, we have guests for special occasions. If you yeah, want to hear Sam do daily shit. Our shows are booked out a month, two months in advance. We can't just do It's just not how the show operates. So so basically, it, it's like the sh this show, the main show is Family Guy, and the premium content is, is uh, South Park, where it's like up to the minute, bang, bang, bang. Quick, quick. And... So there's other shows on there that aren't, I mean, it's not just my content. We don't smoke the sames on there. Mm -hmm. uh, Mark Steves, my family thinks I'm crazy. He's on there now. There you go, Mark. Look how nice I am. Man, okay? Unlimited Hangout's doing well, huh? Killing Unlimited, it, dude. Yeah. 36,000. Well, yeah. dude, look at Jimmy Dore. They're, they're right behind Jimmy Dore. Jimmy's 40, so they're they're like, dude, well, Unlimited Hangout is killing she it. Drops Rockfin.com, R-O-K-F-I-N.com slash Broken Simulation. Yeah, Check you it out. get the first look at Broken Simulation. Yeah, the All new one's out already. There the and video. more. Guys, and I also have a lot of free content out there. Not just as Tim Fall Hat free, but Broken Sim. You could We put out one a week lately, unless Johnny gets air aids again. We put out one a week. We have Conspiracy Social Club from the vault. Old episodes. Brian Callen, myself. Go listen to it. If you like it, subscribe to Rockfin. And now I'm working on putting out uh, Zero for free. Old episodes, yeah. so you can go check out the new episodes. Tell them about what YouTube did to you now. Yeah, I mean, I'm happy. They're dude. messing with Somebody us again. Somebody called me a sellout. For being happy. 
for for being like on on YouTube. How many people that got kicked off YouTube would love to be back on YouTube? All yeah, of them. Saw that, yeah. All of them, right? So so my whole thing is this: moving Tim Fall Hat to Rockfin was the smartest thing we ever did. It, it really helped the show. And I have brands that are good for YouTube. Broken Sim, you don't Broken really fuck crazy Cash on there. Daddies. My stand-up, why would I know, why would I want to take those off there? It's the main street. I don't mind being on the side street with Rockfin, which is growing by the day more and more. Big names are coming on there all the time. Not Stop. to mention, I'm sure you want to start a new show sooner than later. And yep. where else would you want to drop it? 100. That's why. You yeah, yeah, you're right, actually. He's going to start a new show. Yeah, eventually. every and day. He's going to have yeah. And you don't want to start with zero f- subscribers. So start off with 136 and just don't it, talk. It, it, it's like people yeah. just don't get it. There's a lot of ways to work. And if it. anything, you can push Learn tinfoil on the there. game. Learn the game. Guys, we got a great podcast for you. Big Generation time. Z comes drop the hammer of the gods. It's a banger. Enjoy the show. Homeboy. <laughs> All right, let's let's get into this. Super excited to have these guys on. Uh, I'm super excited about this po- uh, this topic. Uh, they are part of the Gen Generation Z podcast. Please welcome Dave and Cameron. How uh, Camden? How are you? Fuck! I fucked. That was the easiest name, and I fucked that one up too. It was the easiest name. You want another take? No, leave it in. Okay. But I like, dude, it's just like the easiest name. It's right there, and I f that one up too. <laughs> I think what happens is you you take it for granted. You're like, I know this one. I yeah. got it. I got yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Camden, 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 Camden. And what do you say? <laughs> on this podcast, we like to get things right. It's even a baseball park. <laughs> it's just hey, so ridiculous. It is actually I'm named after that baseball park. Are you really? really? Wow. Oh wow. Yeah. What Where happened were, there? I could have awesome. used you earlier. Yeah. What Jesus. happened there? <laughs> now, what is who plays in Camden, Camden Yard? That's the, the Orioles, right? Uh, Orioles, dude. Orioles. What is? Oh, you guys need a new owner, man. Just get a new owner. Yeah, um, they. I mean, baseball. Mm, it's. I live in Georgia too. I'm right next to the Atlanta Braves. That's my, I guess. Oh, that team. dumpster really fire like of a team. Either, though I like Easy. the Baltimore Orioles better. <laughs> Easy. He likes the Orioles better than the Braves. Sorry, brother. No, not that. Yeah. I mean, that's loyal. They've, they've traded a lot of good players. I'll give you them credit. And, yeah, you and Ryan Sickler are st- are sticking it out. So much respect, guys. Uh, I'm super excited to have you guys on. I, I've seen uh, your your show shared many times by many people. So it's very cool to have you guys on. For those who may not be uh, familiar with the Generation Z podcast, tell us a little bit about yourselves and your podcast. Well, basically, we jump into everything, politics, conspiracies, extraterrestrial, paranormal, everything basically fringe. Now, yes, granted, we do focus a little more on the extraterrestrial side of things, but we have, you know, uh, daily morning news episodes. We try to play it right down the middle as unbiased as possible and, and stuff like that. Initially, it didn't start as, a, as an alien show, so to speak. Um, initially, before Camden got involved, uh, it was just myself talking to a, a, a wall, basically, if I got, you know, 10, 15 views, which, you know, seven or eight of them would be my family and stuff. I'd be happy. And then uh, one day I did a video on Project Bluebeam, which is uh, m- many of your viewers and listeners I'm sure know about. There's different elements to it. But anyways, I did a video on Project Bluebeam and all of a sudden it got, I think, three or four thousand views. And I said, let me try another alien one. And it just seemed like people liked my uh, our perspective on extraterrestrials. Uh, Camden came along maybe five, six months later. And um, we've been doing it ever since grinding away. 
Well, I love it. Uh, I love it. Now, Cam, did, did you were you a fan of the show, and then you just kind of reached I out, was, hoped and prayed? Yeah. No, I um, I was, and then we on Patreon we have these member Zoom calls that we do like twice a week, and I guess I mean Dave can answer probably better than me. It was his decision, but I mean he vibed with what I was saying. He liked my takes. I started editing and then uh, just jumped in all, all the way and got to speak too. It was a little, um, I was a little unprepared for it. You know, like I'm, you know, eight months ago, I'm listening to Greg Carlwood and Dave talk on an interview. And then like two months later, I'm interviewing Greg Carlwood with Dave. Like that's, that's, that's like a wild. That's a cool feeling, dude. That's yeah. great. I, to, to tell you the truth very quickly, I it was just a gut feeling. Uh, he joined our Patreon, um, and uh, I said he was on a Zoom call and a handful of them, and then we started messaging, and I said, you know, you know when you get that feeling, you just click with someone, and I'm like, hey, what do you think about, you know, editing? And then later on, he got in front of the camera, and he's been great ever since. So, Well, I love that. I do that with guests a lot on the show. Well, first of all, everyone's always like, how did Xavier get on the show? And it's literally like, hey. You need a cause? Can I do it? I'm like, yeah, sure. And that, that was literally yeah, that's how I got on the show. I show up at one. I was at twelve thirty. Make sure I wasn't late, and that was it. And that was the last time he was on time. Yeah. Oh man. And then he just said, "Don't be a shit." That was the last time he was on time. So yeah, it's like that. And like one thing I like to do on the show is. You know, it's so interesting because I get hit up all the time to do show and it's very hard to sift through everything, but, and I'm probably going to set myself up to get an avalanche on this, but the best way I always find people who like nobody knows about is through Twitter and these Twitter, like, um, what are those called? Twitter threads. That's where I found like Amy says, what the fuck human vibration who are now like big names in the community. And, uh, you know, so like, I, I just go, Oh man, this is an interesting thread. So I hit people up and, uh, yeah, Hey, you want to come on the show? And sometimes, and they usually really knock it out of the park. It's like, it's a very, very, you know, I like to help people succeed. You know, you know, the human vibration came on. It's like, nobody died nine 11. I'm like, okay, do we got to pump the brakes here? You know, this is your first podcast, but you know, people loved it. So I actually, on my podcast prefer interesting over famous well if i could say uh, very quickly sam uh, the the one thing that camden and i decided many months ago moving forward about the show is that when it comes to aliens when it comes to paranormal stuff there's a lot of people out there preaching it as if it's fact one thing that we do not do i want to make it very clear is that we do not preach things as if they're fact we we place ourselves with the audience as i guess you could say not to sound corny but you know a collective consciousness in a certain way we work together to try and figure out what's going on here now the public episodes on youtube there's only so much we can jump into because of the the amount of damn censorship these days right but again on on our patreon we use Dropbox links so it can never be censored. And that's when we really work together to find the connections. We'll put a video up. Somebody will comment. What do you think of this connection? I'll implement it into the next episode because to go out with all due respect to the others, others in the community, not everyone, but to go out and say, listen, I know the truth. I have this. This is fact. I said to Camden, we might as well shut the show down if we're going to do that. You know what I mean? Oh, I do like that. You know, one thing for the most part in the show, we don't try to, uh, what, what I try to do on this show is, like, for the hour, I'm just going to assume everything you're saying is truthful. I, I'm going to give you a chance. Yeah. 
to say what you want to say, and then I let the swarm figure it out. Like, if they yeah, like right. it, you get praise, you get love, and you get listeners. If they don't like it, right. hell, 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 hell follows, exactly. okay? Exactly. And it really right. does. And we've lost, you know, people who come on the show who, because they said some crazy shit, they faked the funk on a nasty dunk, and they got they got hammered, and it's not us. I, I let, you know, it's very much a, a coast-to-coast Art Bell kind of way, which is I'm just gonna assume everything you're saying is is for real, and I'm gonna let you talk, and then let everybody else figure it out, which I think is very important. I also think it's very important because you know I've been watching a lot of people get heavily invested into investigating, and you know, and people I care about, people I think have bright futures, and all that stuff, and. You know, I just want people to know it's like it's like when you know there's an old saying that when you look into the abyss or stare into the abyss, just know the the abyss is staring into you. So right, right. And, and I kind of learned this over this show for the five or so years. I, I think this show is almost five years old. But you know, I I, I learned a lot, and one thing I've learned is uh, I prefer to observe instead of participate. Today's episode is brought to you by our good friends at Athletic. Greens, the most comprehensive daily nutritional beverage I've ever tried, okay? With so many stressors in life, it's difficult to maintain effective nutritional habits and give our body the nutrition, nutrients it needs to thrive, okay? Busy schedule, poor sleep, exercise, stress, or simply not eating enough of the right foods, okay? This is where Athletic Greens can help, okay? Their daily all-in-one superfood powder is your nutritional essentials, okay? It is by far the easiest, most delicious nutritional habit that you can can add to your health routine today and empower you to take over your health okay own your health ownership of your health that's what we're talking about i can't recommend this enough to friends or family okay one tasty scoop of athletic greens contains 75 vitamins minerals and whole food source ingredients including a multivitamin multi-mineral probiotic green foods blend and more that all work together to fill in the gaps in your diet, okay? Increase your energy and your focus, aid with digestion, and supports a healthy immune system, all without having to take multiple vitamins, multiple products, okay? So this is what what's going on right now, dude, okay? Right now, Athletic Greens is doubling down on supporting your immune system during these spring months, okay? They are offering my audience free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packets with your first purchase. If you visit my link today, you're basically never have to buy vitamin D again. Okay. I just tell all my friends, all my family, I drink this every day, every morning, kickstarts my day, getting my multi, uh, my nutritional greens and getting my multivitamin, multimillionaire, probiotic, superfood to kick off the day. All right. I tell all my family and friends to do it. So this is what I need you to do. Simply visit athleticgreens.com slash tinfoil and join health experts, athletes, conspiracy podcasters, and health conscious go-getters around the world who make a daily commitment to their health every day. Again, simply visit athleticgreens.com slash tinfoil and get your free year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packets today. 
as they say, the quietest one in the room is the most dangerous one in a lot of ways, right? <laughs> right? Yeah. I, I totally yeah. believe that as well. And, totally. you know, well, you wouldn't know that from my Instagram or Twitter, but, uh, <laughs> which is, it's just like, I Sam just, lets everybody yeah, know he knows Krav Maga. Yeah, well. <laughs> you are not a bystander on social media. That's <laughs> no, I'm not. It is the one thing. But what I'm really trying not to do is going on other people's posts and a talking smack. I did it once recently. I regretted it instantly. I'll never do it I again. I think you get in with bots too when you do that. When you go into other people, I really think uh, there's a oh, lot there's of those. There's so are, many bots. Fake. I Just block people all the time. You already got. You already got hit today. Hit with the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. Sarcasm is no is now a community offense against what, what community it? standards. What was it on? Um, Oh, uh, it was this picture of who's that? Who's that makeup? That gay makeup guy on YouTube got him in trouble. Something St. James, of course, it's a yeah, St. James, right? About, but yeah. And you know, he oh. looks like a girl, but he, yeah. it's a guy. Oh. Yeah, we talked about something St. James. Yeah, and yeah. he had hit up this pop star when he was in drag, right? And he goes. He, he he put her like handle and then twinsies and she was like when you wake up and some ugly stranger says twinsies oh, no God. bitch right and it was super funny that's hilarious <laughs> I posted that and laughed and they got I was bullying oh God it's so crazy right it's the, so the, the, the line is 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 fuzzy it's not even existent anymore in these days if you ask me there's no, no. there's no line anymore yeah. no the line's drawn in the sand and the wind keeps blowing it yeah <laughs> there used to be a saying about the comedy store the rules of the comedy store are written in number 2 pencil that way you can erase them and rewrite them well, if I could, if I really, good point. If, if I could say quickly, the actually, I, I know this seem, might seem a little bit far-fetched, but I figure who better to, to who better to do it on than your show? Perfect. Would, That's there, the nicest would compliment ever, by the way. <laughs> I have some weird shit to say. I thought we're better to say it than on oh, the weird shit show. It <laughs> <laughs> means my work here is done. I would dare to say, and I know that maybe some of your listeners may agree, maybe they won't. I have nothing to substantiate this particular uh, statement, but I would dare to argue that if you take a look at the censorship that's going on these days, I would dare to argue that there is actually an intrinsic extraterrestrial uh, involvement with the, with regards to the censorship. Why? Because I believe there is a social structure or hierarchy that has been built that is being overseen by extraterrestrials at right above human beings that, you know, right above the military industrial complex power. And it's a large pyramid scheme, as you would imagine. Right. But I would dare to argue that the censorship is occurring for a particular regime or faction, if you want to call it, of extraterrestrials to continue uh, their agenda. And I say this, I don't mean to go on a rant, but I say this because in 1954, many of your listeners may know about this, but maybe not so much about the details. Uh, President Eisenhower signed a, a treaty called the Griotta Treaty. Now, he met with a handful of different races of aliens allegedly and he ended yeah. up signing with the with the worst group apparently the ones that were willing to exchange uh, weapons military grade weapons on their end and in exchange he would allow these grays to abduct about eight, i think it was eight or nine hundred thousand humans per year anyways the, the deal wasn't followed through on other alien races i'm not saying they were good but they did say careful to eisenhower about this particular species. yeah 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 right i love and that right eisenhower didn't sign with the others because they said before we give you military technology you need to ascend spiritually because you cannot even handle the crap you have right now and basically at the time I, and they also said we can give you free energy tech but here's the thing by giving free energy technology 
Eisenhower, even back then, understood. I think if he could go back, he would change it. But he understood that the whole social power structure would collapse. Because think about if you and I could run our houses without the need of paying these fake bills, technically speaking. If we right. could have free energy to produce our own food in the garden in the back. If, if Think about it. If we have anti-gravity tech, it is the, you have everything you see in Star Wars literally becomes possible. You have force fields, invisibility. Now, I understand looking at the other side of things why the cia the nsa you know nato why they want to keep these things in the dark because if they have enough trouble legitimately catching terrorists with nukes i imagine if the terrorist gets a hold of anti-gravity tech i get that the only but, problem i have with that statement is right. so much of the terrorists are working for the cia well, i was just and yeah, working Sam, for i the, was just gonna know? say that when, when you look at operation timber sycamore for example i, I was just gonna too. say that Cre create the problem create the solution you control both ends of it right and my proposal going back to the censorship is i just brought this up in a, a members episode i just recorded before this i think i don't want to say good because i think it's very context-based and it's all about perception but i think whatever alien species are now working with different world governments to sort of break away from this particular treaty or pact from this specific species that Eisenhower signed with are allowing people to fight back against the censorship. How do I, how, like, what would be an example? Well, if you look, for example, at TikTok, now people might say, you know, Dave, TikTok, that's CCP run or, you know, China, doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. It's human based. TikTok yeah. could allow for people to see things in hidden in plain sight that the media would never show. Like very recently, uh, uh, there was a video that surfaced of Pope Francis pulling his nose, looking sort of like, I know this sounds crazy, but a reptilian type of mask. Now there's two things. Could it be a body double? Absolutely. Could it be, could that mask be, you know, graphene oxide, programmable matter? Sure. But what about the other end of things where we've seen instances where it looks like humanoid, bipedal, two arms, two legs, but not human beings are seen around world leaders, not just American ones. So to me, if you ask me when people say, Dave, do aliens run the world? I say, think of it like this. In my humble opinion, based on my research, I could be wrong, but what I'm gathering right now is think of the old italian mafia families in new york you had five major families each family had their politics they had their bullshit they had their issues with one another but the overarching goal was the same i think it's that similar type of idea with extraterrestrials different factions different intentions some just come here to stop by in it literally in between their travels others are literally here for to help some are here to feed off of the negative energy and things like that ultimately though i think that again as they say the biggest mistake was when we we uh, split the atom we dropped the atom bomb well because, uh, i agree with yeah. everything you're saying uh you know just let you know how mature i've become i let you do your <laughs> rant and i didn't yell a stupid joke i wanted to do right now. <laughs> thank you what was it well when he's talking about eisenhower did want to go with the uh you know the aliens are like we'll help you which sounds like every chick when they think nice right. guys are boring and they want to right. go with the bad boy, right? They're exactly. like, oh my God, you're so boring. That's stable, lady. Uh, that's okay, I'm stable. <laughs> he's he's bad. The, the, dangerous and bad are, are, are like the same thing to women. It just, it, it's crazy, but that's kind of, uh, what, right. that was like me holding back so, on so like, who's see. all grown up today. Sam's like, I, Sam thinks he should be getting more dick now. He's like, why am I doing I get it now? Now that's oh, everything's well, I think gone. I should be getting more what? Huh? I should be oh, yeah, getting, yeah, yeah, there maybe. we go. All maybe. right. Okay. <laughs>
Okay. <laughs> or one or the other. You really peaked last show, and I, I think you're trying to get it. You're right. I did peak. But Both I agree same. with everything you're saying. I totally agree with everything you're saying. I, uh, If you're asking me, brother... I mean, this is, I think, uh, nuclear bombs are uh, a big psyop, in my humble opinion. Not people don't believe in that. Because there's certain times where I'm like, okay, we're, we are, some bad is going down. Right. Why haven't anyone dropped any nukes on anybody? And I just think that they, the nukes are the emperor's new clothes of weaponry. That is this giant psyop to th- make us think they're so beyond us power-wise that yeah. we'll never be able to overthrow can them. And like everything, go- hold on one second. Everything going on right now, it's okay. <laughs> By the way, I do that all the time. So how can I get mad at anybody I, else? So I apologize, uh, no, don't no, don't apologize. <laughs> it's all good, dude. This is called uh, yelling at each other in agreement. I love it. So <laughs> my whole thing is, you know, look at Australia right now. Right now, Australians are realizing that this power structure that has been used against us, against them, is completely and utterly fabricated. It's the emperor's new clothes. And these cops, like, dude, you see a video of this cop walks up to a guy with a gun. Get up! Move! And the guy doesn't move, and what does the cop do? Walk back. Right? Yeah. And then when they're trying to stop him, you just see this. you You see 50 cops looking at... Like thousands and thousands of people. They know exactly what the odds are. And the minute that goes, the minute that illusion dies, the power structure completely fails. It's like at school when you realize your teachers are idiots. idiots, Right? You're like, oh, you're an idiot and you're blowing everybody in class, the teacher, right? Right. (laughs) Well, look at the parallels, for example, between the mass protests around the world and UFO sightings. A lot of people think, you know, they're bringing out the reverse engineered alien technology to distract people. Sure. But I do have to say, in my opinion, with the UFO disclosure and with people getting pissed off in in a mass amount in mass consciousness if you want to call it i don't think it's humans that are controlling the shots at the highest level in terms of these ufo sightings and i say that because i believe again going back to you create the problem you create the solution i believe that if you control both ends and everyone is always staying in constant fear you you prevent mass consciousness from coming together and here's the thing when mass consciousness comes together let's put aside the meditation the frequencies the spiritual side of it what if let's say sam 20 30 million people got up in the morning and said you know what i don't want to pay my mortgage because it's full of shit and i want to go to the bank and pull out all my cash liquidate it you see how quickly the banks are going to cater to the people right Mm -hmm. i completely agree and you see it happening over and over and over again it's why false flags aren't happening like they used to. The last major false, I mean, major false flag. Little false flags happen here and there, but major false flag was Vegas. And when that got zero response from the masses and everyone's Mm. like, fuck you, this makes no sense. I'm telling you, man, you know, I, in my heart of hearts, and I love, because it's kind of piggybacking what you were saying right now, is that the internet got away from them. And you're like, well, why yeah. would they let it get away from them? Unless there's something out there that is more powerful than them helping it get away. 
Right. Well, that's, that's like when at uh, the, the uh, about a month back or a month and a half ago, if I'm not mistaken, at the Pentagon um, briefing room, I forgot the gentleman's name, that part of my English, that jackass, that very government looking guy who he's the Pentagon spokesman. And a reporter said off the record, I was having talks with a DOD official who claims again off the record that you guys have retrieved craft and alien bodies. Is this true? If so, where? And you see the DOD uh, spokesperson this is him uh well you know john i uh i I just you know let's not get ahead of the report today the report referring to the ufo uap report in the covid bill right so it's right like you said sam it's right in front of our faces it's right under our noses now i know there's different people you know phil schneider the underground deep underground military bases stephen greer lou elizondo i know there's different factions i would argue personally and i would say this to their faces Stephen Greer has been contacted by extraterrestrials of a certain faction. Uh, We look, for example, at uh, Lou Elizondo. Many say, you know, once a government spook, always a government spook. I'm not saying what's right or wrong. That's not for me to say. But if we evaluate all the different elements of things, something is pulling the strings, and I don't think it's human. So let's get into something you brought up real quick, because the minute our listeners hear about aliens, there is a small faction of them that will be psyop uh, yeah, well, yeah. uh, you know we've had dave weiss on like here that. right dave weiss who is a flat earther who is right. totally like dude i think there's aliens i think extraterrestrial means extra territory so he's open-minded to it you know and that's somebody who thinks that we live under a dome and i, I and again I'm yeah. open mind to everything. I, I don't know. I flunk first grade. I make no illusions. <laughs> I just put out the information and you sift through it and you pick what you I, I it's JKD shit, man. It's Jin yeah. Kundo. It's take well, what works, uh, leave what doesn't for you. That's what it is. I don't think we all need a universal fucking understanding. Right. You have yeah. to understand what what you feel. So I I do believe there's beings. I think they're interdimensional. I do not believe in space travel. I believe in dimensional travel. Right. Well, for example, to add to what you're saying, think of space, space and time. Think of uh, space and time being... Uh, your bed, literally your bed sheets. Now take a soccer ball or a bowling ball. And, and so the bed sheet is flat, right? It represents space and time. Think about a soccer ball or a bowling ball on the bed. What happens when you roll it? The, the fabric bends based on where the ball goes. Yeah. That would be space and time. So instead of traveling in a linear way, if you could pull the fabric to you, you're not really going anywhere, but at the same time you are. You see what I'm like saying? Pulling B to A. Not- right, pulling B to A, like you said, instead of traveling through space in that regard, right? And so, yeah. So one more time, explain that again, because I, okay. I'm sure. So like, like you normally go point A to point B, or the bed sheet method, I guess. Actually, I have a bed right here. I could even do it. But um, you literally, as you roll the bowling ball down the bed, the bed sheet bends with it on the sides of it. Like, it's got gravity. Think of it like it's, it's weighing down the bed sheet. So space and time is bending all around what you're moving. And so I think what he was getting into was the interdimensional travel type of thing. It doesn't even need, sorry, to, uh, it does. Sorry, Sam, think of this. You see this piece of paper, think of this paper as space and time, right? Instead of traveling across the paper straight, which is how, what we think of, imagine you start here, instead of going straight, you bring the other side to you. I think that's yeah, interesting. No. You, you, you I think that's interesting. 
Right, and it, that's it. Can well, it yeah. can explain. We we talk about when UAPs, I guess, is their new term. Unidentified, um, yeah. Pull away from you like crazy fast at, at speeds that people can't. It, nothing could be in that craft and survive those G forces that that thing just pulled away with. No being, no thing and alive. And the, the proposal is that these craft are not putting an energy field around them, but rather they are accessing what many, there's different names for it, but what many call the ether which is basically what Nikola Tesla referred to as unlimited energy. So basically these craft are tapping into the very fabric of this dimension, which is unlimited amounts of energy. Right. And so when we take a step back and we look at something like that, if we look at, you know, Phil Schneider saying there's deep underground military bases that connect all over the world and there's, you know, hollow earth and things like this. We look at Admiral Byrd during um, Operation High Jump when they went to Antarctica. He went with an army, never mind an expedition team. He went with an army. And when he wrote in his journal afterwards and the documents are out there, they're on the dark web, but they're out there when he says we have to if there's going to be a third world war, we have to be very wary of the poles the North Pole, the South Pole, because he said, don't quote me on this part, but there will be craft and there will be vehicles and apparatuses that could totally destroy us in one shot. We just put um, in yesterday's members episode on Patreon, we have some documents from the DOD that were on the dark web CC'd to Trump and Mike Pence saying uh, regarding just the Tic Tac UFOs. They were saying, oh, well, because Lou Elizondo's coming out, we should admit to some of it. In my opinion, it's all bullshit. This was all planned. But in the document, right, it's a PSYOP. In the document, right, in the document, it says one or two of these Tic Tac UFOs could take out the entire United States' army and military. Now, this is, if in my opinion, compartments within compartments within compartments, because a lot of people say, how could the government keep such a good secret? They can't. They contract it out. Raytheon, Lockheed Martin, EG&G, Battelle Corporation. And if we look at Jacques Vallée and James Fox, when they went on Joe Rogan's podcast seven or eight months ago, something like this, um, Jacques Vallée referred to the metals that are shot off of some of these UFO craft, they are metals that you find on Earth, you'd find on Mars. So that's nothing significant. But the subatomic structure of those metals are so well organized that it would take billions, if not trillions, to produce even the smallest amount. And this goes back to what I was saying about splitting the atom. Think about a puzzle. Think about you made a beautiful puzzle. You put it on the table and you say, okay. I want to split the puzzle in half because I don't know, I have to eat dinner. I want to put a plate on the table, right? So you take your hand and you start to split the puzzle gently. We didn't do that because we didn't realize the struct the subatomic structure in the atom bomb. We were the children that came into the kitchen and smashed the whole fucking thing. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Do I so, do understand what you're saying? Right. And that's 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 what in my opinion, I know I sort of went all over the place, but it's that fine. connection, this that intertwinement that. is all is all connected. I understand that. I, I, I just think the notion of an atomic bomb is, right. Well, is, right. is such a psyop because you're yeah. like, okay, yeah. Yeah. North Korea, they don't <laughs> got anything. They can't eat. They got no food, but man. Oh, you're t- I mean, uh, with, uh, sorry to interrupt. I, this whole thing of the threat of nukes in the news today, in my opinion, total horseshit. Apparently, yeah, it was extraterrestrials sure. who prevented Kennedy from dropping a nuke during the Cuban Missile Crisis. They telepathically, they made well, apparently that phone call to Russia was not yeah. Kennedy. It was a whole faked phone call done telepathically. 
And yeah. we that sounds crazy until you no, see the leak. That's what we're all about. I love that. My nipples got hard. That's the best thing I've ever heard. My nipples got hard. See, people, but here's the thing. Then you take a look at the leaked. Well, they leaked. I say that with air quotes. Congress classified UAP report. It says it right there. Anomalies in the space-time continuum. Telepathic, the ability to walk through solid surfaces. Telepathic abilities and control. Remote viewing, astral projection. Jesus Christ. And this is why I say this. How come... Quantum computing in the mainstream media is talked about so highly. Everyone, oh, quantum computing this, quantum computing that. But then quantum healing frequencies, right? Will, uh, Wilhelm, uh, right uh, Wilhelm Reich, the orgone box and all that, for those who know, it's like, oh, no, don't believe that crap. So quantum computing is okay, but quantum healing, no. I couldn't right? agree so, more, dude. I couldn't agree more. I almost want to bring you on with Brian Callen. Just have you go deep in his ass. <laughs> I'll, I'll come on anytime you like. Yeah, uh, dude, I want you to go deep. You just, well, just got to stick to your guns, dude. I see people try to like, hey, man, I mean, well, you know, I'm like, no, dude, we're here to crush his soul. Okay. Right, we're here yeah. to steal souls here. We're not here to patty cake, bro. Right. This is just right such now, a nice guy. Well, everybody loves him and they know him from everything. So they want to be on his good side. I'm like, no. No, this is blood sport, bro. This is communication kumite, okay? Come right. finish him, right? You know, That's you know, what I'm you're, you're better off getting a second appearance if you destroy him with yeah, that. Yeah, oh, for if sure. you come dude. in there and you're on his side, he don't well, care. If I'm the one doing all yeah. the yelling, it's not going well because I'm just here to sit there and be your backup. Okay, so listen, I agree with everything you're saying. I, I want to get into some stuff. That uh, some sure. notes you sent because sure. you're you guys are crushing it. Uh, black goo. This was brought up to me. I'm not okay. going to say uh, fr- a friend of mine uh, who's done the show uh, got a little nervous because some personal information was out. Wasn't my fault. Was actually uh, someone else's fault. And uh, he was talking about a friend of his had gotten uh, was a dude who like was it was in the news had died and they found black goo. And I was like, man, okay, that's kind of crazy. And then I see that you want to talk about black goo. What What is black goo? It, wait up, before you just say that, is that like sure. when they find metals inside people? You know how they no, get adopted like and sometimes it's like yeah. coming out of their nose, black goo. Well, like it's like, this kind of, right. So this kind of encompasses the whole problem hologram. And this, so this might take me a bit, but I, I promise I'll explain as best I can. Um, so when, when people say to start off, when people say to me or in general, you know, Dave, how, where's disclosure? Is it going to be one big, you know, fake alien invasion or what have you? My answer, and this is thanks to a friend of mine. My answer is this disclosure is there for people who look right if now. And I say that because if we take a look at one of Jacques Vallée's books from the nineties, and again, what's interesting is Mr. Vallée has yet to be debunked or people have yet to make fun of him in a, in a major way, because when he goes on shows like Joe Rogan, if you notice, he'll say things like Joe will ask him a question and he'll say, ah, I don't know if the, if the folks at Stanford will appreciate me going this far and saying this, the institutional apparatus is controlling the dissemination of and the release of this information. And what does that have to do with black goo? Well, there was a group that was formed, I believe, just prior to Eisenhower or just after. Uh, forgive me, I don't remember the, off the top of my head. Majestic 12. Yeah. Right. These were member generals, scientists from different fields. And apparently the way it works is they have to name their predecessor or their, their uh, successor after they uh, they pass on or move on, you name it. 
The reason I'm bringing up Jacques Vallée and MJ-12 is because I don't believe any of this tech is new. Jacques Vallée wrote in a book in the 90s that he believes, and he's he's done secret government projects. He's, he's uh, spoken to Congress, you name it. So you can't dis- discredit the guy. He says uh, he believes there is a some form of holographic apparatus that is actually deceiving us in ways that are actually beneficial for our perception because we would not be able to grasp what is happening if we saw everything around us with that being said that takes us to black goo so very advanced forms of holography and holograms could actually manifest into physical objects and the reason for that is because of things like programmable matter now there are things within programmable matter that are called what we would say pocket dimensions so basically it's like you see a a school bus from the outside it looks normal you walk into the school bus and it's the size of a football field that's a pocket dimension in quantum physics in theory that's possible now that connects to black goo and programmable matter because programmable matter and black goo has been seen all over the world it's literally what you watch in the venom movies but what's interesting about it is that there seems to be a few different kinds there is programmable matter or black goo whatever you want to call it that seems a little more robotic which seems a little more similar to, you know, graphene oxide that all of a sudden the mainstream media is saying, oh, we just found it and, you know, we just discovered it and this and that. And then you have the black goo. Truthfully, that's scary as fuck because of how biological and fluid and natural it looks when it moves. So I do believe some of it is extraterrestrial, some of it's interdimensional, and some of it now is an attempt And I think they've succeeded, I think, at reverse engineering this technology. If we take a look at Ben Rich, the former head of Lockheed Lockheed Martin Skunk Works Division, he said in the late 90s, we already have the means to travel to the stars. He goes, we're 50 years ahead of what Star Wars and Star Trek show in their shows. Basically saying that that's what he said on his deathbed. And then he said, he goes, "Ah, but they just he goes, it's in the desert underground in the underground bases. But but he goes, they decided it's not worth it. Of course, it's not worth it. It would devalue the whole power structure. If I can fly my, my craft to, I don't know, Zeta Reticula and be back for lunchtime, why do I have to worry about paying this bullshit bill this bu- that this fake group of people are saying I have to pay? Money means nothing. You, you see what I'm saying? It doesn't that, already, but... The, right, it doesn't, right. But the whole system collapses. The, the Rothschild, all those guys, they, they, bring it, they come down to our level. Everyone's equal. And then what do you have? I, after I that? agree with everything you're saying. I, I completely. So there's this video, right? Of uh, there's a video on YouTube. Of course, Brian wants me to watch it. It's, uh, it's about three special effects guys looking at the the moon landing, right? And they're right. they're yeah. like they're gonna break it down and they're gonna tell us if they think it's on a set or not. They open up. All of them have Tim Fall hats on, which makes me right there go. I'm not taking anything these guys are saying serious. They're already letting you know where they're coming from, right? Right. So so then they start watching this, and they're like, dude, there's no way. There's no way they did this how many years ago, whatever the landing was, 50 years ago, right? I go, if we're we're talking and we're listening to what you're saying, they had the technology to do all this way back then. We just, we, the masses, didn't have that technology yet because they haven't slow-rolled it out. But the technology was, in fact, there. Well, if we look, for example, at a gentleman by the name of Don Phillips, I'm not sure if he's alive today, but he was part of the 2001 National Press Club for Stephen Greer. Now, think of Mr. Greer what you will. Some people, you know, the the judgment's been more prominent these days. But back then, Don Phillips, former, you can look this up, former CIA, 
former Lockheed Martin Skunk Works Division, and former uh, um, United States Air Force. I don't know how much more government secret you can get in that. Now, granted, could he be a PSYOP, uh, you know, operation put out there to sort of confuse people? Sure. However, in his testimony, he did say that there is a three-letter agency under contract that is in the United States, a secret Air Force. And he said, he goes, this agency was monitoring what occurred when Armstrong went on the moon. According to Mr. Phillips, he said that when Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin went to the moon, he said that certain parts were fake. But one of the things they did see were a handful of UFO craft lined up in an almost military-like position. And he went, ba- he uh, signaled back to Houston, according to Mr. Phillips, and said, Houston, it looks like they don't want us here. So it's clear when they went to the moon, they already knew. And also, if we look at Project A119, it was the United States' attempt to bring a couple nukes to the moon, to blow it up, to blow up the moon, to show the Soviets they were, the, the Americans were better. You're going to blow just- up the moon! They were going to blow up the, they were going to project no, A119 about it. Yeah. Project a one see what happens when you hit a yeah. nuke with the moon. And, and interestingly enough, if you check <laughs> the, yeah, if you check the unredacted version, they were going to blow up part of the moon to destroy a Soviet base on the moon. When the part of my, when the fuck did the Soviets ever have a base on the moon? First off, right. but the nukes never got there. They got shot down. How did they get shot down? They got shot down by the same footage we're seeing now on TikTok and every all over the place where these UFOs come as the missiles are being sent into space and they literally shoot a bunch of it looks like honestly like laser beams or I would even like Wonder Woman's lasso rope. It's just it's a beam of energy that like tugs itself in a fluid motion around. They shoot a few different beams at the missile and then the missile just falls apart nice and quietly. What do you think the moon is? We've heard Camden, stories of that it wasn't I mean, it's, there. It's, 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 well, Camden, uh, regarding relative to the concave earth thing, maybe. I mean, sure, even. Yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's a, if you, let me say it right. If you invert the um, image of the moon, it, it, it just gets into, a, is it a reflecting thing? Is it, it, point blank is a satellite. So who, there's a book by, I just interviewed a Patreon member, Riel, a book called Who Built the Moon. Uh, it'll, it'll blow the entire thing open to you. It doesn't, they could have gone to there's the moon. There's a book called Who Built the Moon? Is. There's Hard also moon. interesting lunar waves too. And also yeah, lunar, like literally lunar waves on the moon. With a digital yeah. camera. Yep. Like and rim. nowadays what's messed up too, not messed up, I would dare to argue it's all part of an overarching plan of bringing this technology to the public. But mm-hmm. those digital telescopes, granted, they're expensive. But I have a friend who's going to come on the show soon about it. He almost every night, Sam, he zooms into the moon. I kid you not. You see craft coming in and out of the moon, cigar shaped craft, circle craft. It's, it's right there. Oh. there. There's even a base on the moon. It's hard to see depending on the night because the, sh- the backside of it, the shadow sort of encompasses it sometimes. Looks like the Pentagon. Now, depending on which whistleblowers you listen to, you name it, there's different bases on the backside of the moon. And there were in, you know, the 2001 National Press Club, over 400 military uh, veterans willing to testify to Congress saying they can confirm that, that there's uh, buildings on the backside of the moon, mushroom shaped buildings, different uh, types of aliens. Not all of them get along um, this. I'm not saying it as if it's fact. It's just, again, when over 400 guys come forward, you know, it, it's a little with their credentials. They can we can trust them to defend our nation and our and North America. But the second they talk aliens, they're crazy, I, you know. It's such <laughs> a mind fuck. What yeah. do you think about Bob yeah. Lazar? A lot of people think Bob he was- Lazar. Bob Lazar. Da, da, my da, 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 da. my opinion on Lazar. Um, 
What? Honestly, it's I, 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 there's consistencies. What I look for, I like to call them data points. I look for consistencies. So there's, in, in my opinion, there's a difference between evidence and proof. Evidence means we have probable cause to suggest a handful of outcomes. Proof means like, no, 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 no. We got it right in front of us. This is it. No questions asked. I believe the evidence coming from Mr. Lazar is quite substantial simply because of the consistency. Now, that doesn't mean he's telling the truth about everything. With that being said, I know that, for example, um, who was it? I don't think it was, was it, I don't mean to, was it Eddie Bravo that doesn't believe Lazar? Uh, he don't believe it? it. Yeah, he thinks all this is uh, Project Blue Beam. He thinks, he says right. this, once, it the, once the government got behind aliens, he lost all hope in it, pretty much. Okay, yeah. okay. Well, this is the thing too, right? The, the other thing I have is that people say you can never trust the government about aliens, but when the government says something that they like, mm. all of a sudden it's listen to the government. So well, I it, mean, you full know, disclosure. You can't, you can't have it both ways. Full disclosure, Eddie doesn't believe anything the government yeah. says. Yeah. So he, he doesn't okay. pick and choose. Yeah. He's like, he doesn't believe anything what they say. And, you know, you go back to Project Blue Beam, there is a lot of thoughts that, you know, they're trying to use these aliens as, you know, this kind of power play on us that we can't compete with these people. And I mean, the second mm. I noticed that was Ancient Aliens. When I first watched yeah, the right. first season of Ancient Aliens, I was Absolutely. like, what the fuck? And we got no yeah. chance. And then season 10, uh, Native Americans were in on Ancient Aliens, and it's just everything's connected. And I was like, oh, they're just preparing us for what they want us to see. It's well, interesting. Yeah. It's, there, it's interesting because apparently there are a major, and this is a little bit of a side note, but there are major poltergeist events after certain UFO sightings and, and, and events whenever UFOs are within the certain vicinity of an area. And allegedly, there, there's different proposals, but what the, my feeling of this, based on not just my, what my opinion, granted, but also my research, is that because the world is at such a depraved frequency right now, not to get spiritual or energetic. Let's but do again, it. it if we take if we take an EMF reader, people have done this. The scientists have taken EMF readers, even anyone. Go to the Vatican or anywhere to a mosque where people pray in large <laughs> amounts. The frequency meter goes boop like nuts. So it's not necessarily what they're it, it's not necessarily what they're praying, whether it's you know uh, Allah or God, Jesus, you name it. It's more so the energy being focused towards that significant point of whatever their mind is focused mm -hmm. on. Right. So when we see things like that, it just it, I can't help but think that the the reason for certain paranormal occurrences in places where normally they're not known to be haunted has to do maybe not so much with the aliens, but because they're the energy in which accesses the ether around their craft is so pure that the it, op it essentially acts as a portal for more dense beings, more beings that are lower in the in the in the spectrum to basically come and ascend because we're from where they're coming from it's even worse right i'm not saying i hell, totally I'm, agree you know with I mean? all this dude that's why i think 9 11 was it was the cult oh, ritual 9, sam 9 11 in my opinion was to redirect mass consciousness again create the problem create the solution you cover both ends of it he's like an anti-star seed it yeah. was like a yeah. it was like a bizarro star seed you know the whole story is that Jesus it was a star seed that you know the entities that run everything send down star seeds to uh, shift uh, you know the masses consciousness 
to in a right. certain direction. And I think that that you know 9/11 and I say it all the time was an occult ritual to usher in something very dark because I, in my heart of hearts I believe that they knew the great awakening is coming coming. Yeah. And you know after talking to you guys, you know it kind of fits in that like how did the internet get away from them? How did they let this happen? Right. Why aren't right. they just shutting everything down? Well, I think they would, but maybe they can't. They can't. Here's yeah. the thing, though. If you kill, let's just say we're whatever it is, we're living in a matrix and a very advanced simulation, whether it's, you know, or we're living in an experiment or maybe all of it or none of it. Either way, here's the thing, whether human, whether alien, interdimensional, you name it. They're clearly smart enough, and I hate to say they, I hate to sound general, but they're clearly smart enough to know if you start attacking the masses, who the hell are you going to rule over if you kill everybody? I, right? I agree with that as well. Who's going to work your stuff? Who's going to do all that? So it's like, it's a degree of what is going on. Degrees. I, you know, it's like so much of history is a lie. So much of history is a well, lie, if not all of if, it. Okay. If, if, if I could say very quickly, there's a, we, I just, uh, this is coming out tomorrow. I don't know, depending when you release this episode, but um, a, a, a four-star Russian general, doctor, scientist, physicist by the name of Leonid Ivashov. Uh, hopefully I didn't butcher his name. He wrote a book about two, three years back. He's written a few before that, but he wrote a book about how he said, and he provided documents to prove it from Stalin's era. Uh, basically, Hitler never killed himself there. He did escape to Agartha, which hollow earth, which, you know, new Schwabenland, as they Whoa. called it. There we go. You're said, hitting all the buttons. He said, right. And then he said, this is interesting. No non, anywhere in the world, no non-Russian speaking publisher will publish this. Interesting. You have to read it in Russian. You have to. You have no choice. I mean, you could translate it manually, but geez, that's a pain, right? He says the main reason for all the wars around the world, it's not only for profits, but he also said above that there is a select group that part of the group that wants profits too, but a select group that is searching for ancient esoteric technology, stargates and knowledge. He said Hitler and Eva Braun escaped in using submarines to get into hollow earth, but these, they were uh, protected by honest. I know this sounds crazy, but humanoid fish, basically mermaids. And similar to the Lake Baikal incident, Mr. Ivashov said the allies went after Hitler and these beings simply used their hands once the submarines got close to, to Hitler and, and, and that group he made a deal with, used their hands like what you see in Aquaman, pushed the water, and the submarines took a massive hit. They were, everyone inside was still alive. It was basically a warning, like, listen, back off. And this is a court. Again, we can trust him to be a general, a physicist, an ambassador, a doctor, but the second he writes a book about this, uh, you got to write it in your own language the world can't know. Hold on, so you did an interview with this guy? No, no, this is just right out of his book. And his book is coming out. It's already out. I just manually translated it because I was that interested. Yeah. You did? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's I what's mean, coming I'm out not, tomorrow, though. Is the translation? Oh, you're selling a translation of it? No, no. Sorry, I'm not. I'm not selling anything of, of his whatsoever. Let me be clear. I personally got a, a his book and then translated it like slowly. Certain paragraphs. I would put it into Google Translate. And but what's coming out tomorrow? What's coming out tomorrow? Oh, our Patreon uh, video that relates to some more deeper connections to uh, Leonid Ivashov's book. And that's I can't believe nobody will make this book. Come on, man. This is like when it, the, remember when a Stargate in Iraq? Right. Yeah, that's well, another, dude, yeah, remember that's they were my looking whole for, yeah. theory, dude. 
That's apparently my the Venusians. Fear. Apparently the Venusians were not happy about that, and I could be wrong. And so when you say that, you might say, Dave, when you say the Venusians, what do you mean? There are certain beings. When you say Venusians, what do you mean? <laughs> there are certain beings that were used to live, uh, interestingly enough, on Venus, on the surface of Venus. But um, according to them, this is. Uh, what was the name of the, the straight Camden, the stranger at the Pentagon? What was it? Oh, Valiant Thor, Valiant Thor. Um, I believe Amy spoke about the, Amy says WTF spoke about this too, but he was him and his, his crew that came at the Pentagon and stayed for many months and years, basically were explaining that they lived on the surface of Venus many, many moons ago. And because of self-destruction, similar to what we're going through right now, it, they could only live on what they, they created their own satellites terraforming in the orbit of Venus, which is why if you check the mainstream media, you notice in the past five, six months, oh, there's suddenly possible life on Venus. It, it's, it's, it's all there, right? And so Valiant Thor was basically saying, listen, you've made the deal with the Greys. It's a little bit difficult for us to sort of bypass that. But once this contract is up, apparently there was a 50 or 60 year deal, something like this. And he said, we're going to, you know, we can help you out in this and that. And they were not happy during the Iraq war that allegedly during Operation Desert Storm, they were looking for a Stargate and they went back for the Stargate. And it's interesting because Operation Desert Storm was the first operation, allegedly, that according to multiple military whistleblowers that used the TR-3B, the most popular uh, reverse engineered, uh, allegedly reverse engineered alien craft, the Triangle, the one that everyone sees, the Triangle with the light in the middle or the yep. Triangle. What with is the, that? The self bomber? That, okay, so there were a few things that came from that. Don Phillips, Ben Rich, they all mentioned this too, that there were a hand. All of the stealth bombers allegedly came from Roswell technology. According to Colonel Philip Corso, he said the integrated circuit of fiber optics, Kevlar, and uh, the stealth bombers all came from the Roswell crash, reverse engineering that particular metal, right? Now, he says, he goes, how do I know? He goes, I was there. His, his book, Colonel Philip Corso, what happened? I, I think it's called After Roswell. Uh, day after Roswell. Day after Roswell. Thank you. Um, in the late '90s, came out. It explains all of it right there. He and it makes sense when you look at the big picture. How did we go for hundreds of years as a, as a species? We evolved, but nothing crazy. And then I, in seventy years, I agree with all that stuff. You know, I agree with all that stuff, man. That is some crazy ass shit. I could, what do you th Sam. I could be wrong. I, like I said at the beginning, we're, we're, the whole point is to work on this together, collectively as a as a community. Because right, the, but these these objective facts seem to be there. But an, another important part of it is the like psyopiness that you were mentioning about nukes, about all of it. Well, there there's a, a dichotomy, a duality even brewing in the UFO community, which is so strange to me. Like, oh, guys, we're falling for it. Like the the Lou Elizondo, they're all demons. The Stephen Greer, they're all good guys, and they would have killed us off. They wanted to already. Like the, there's 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 this well, two party system in the UFO yeah. community developing even and and it's something we have to be careful of because like, would, the government would, is telling us what they want us to know and all those things like ancient thing aliens like sure. you said right so like we it, it kind of is the government's fault that these these theories and these speculations can run so wild well, well that's what they want that shit they give us 
and then actually like lying to us point well, blank. Did you see that the, the FOIA dump a couple months ago? The Nixon administration was considering uh, the FOIA dump. Uh, the CIA Nixon administration was considering bombing parts of Miami to justify going after Castro. You think that's right. changed? You think that's changed now? And I have family that says to me that they believe in they're great people, but they believe in the system too much. They go, Dave, that that can't happen now. Are you kidding me? As it, it's happening worse. They just bombed some people. They just killed like 10 kids out there. They, yeah. they yeah, don't give ten, a fuck. It was yeah. ten, so, they like don't 15 care. civilians. 10 of them were like small. Guys, guys, guys. Yeah. Now, I, I have to say <laughs> the bad guys drove a white Corolla and those people drove a white Corolla. So yeah. I, we can't yeah, really part blame of that them. is they, also a psyop. Well, and so Johnny, don't forget they the loaded biggest... things. They loaded things into the car. They put things in the car. Right. But like, so the, the biggest point you want to make about all this is we're not saying that these like false flags and like you talked about 9-11, like we're not saying that they're not real. We're saying that these people are so fucked they don't care about the loss of life when they do these things. And right. that's the, like the really fucky part about these false flags. They're not falsely like happening. They're actually happening. They're just using it. For different reasons. In, in our opinion, a false saying. flag doesn't necessarily mean that it didn't happen. It just means it didn't happen the way that they said it did. Yeah. Right. Oh, no. Yeah. We're always saying, like, people died on the Las Vegas shooting. I know. We're not saying they did it. Some people get worked up. Some yes, people get worked up. When oh, start people to say died. Like that. You're like, okay, yeah. nobody's saying they didn't die. That When right, people exactly. die, you have, so that's to, a problem. you have yeah. to look at everything like a homicide detective. You, right, you right. are dealing with horrible situations and you can't let the emotion of the situation get a hold of you so if you want to solve a crime where people die you have to cut off the emotion of the situation right and you have yeah. to look at the facts you have to look at all that stuff so uh, people are dying i mean like people i go with this whole COVID thing i'm like when was the time that people didn't die when was that mm -hmm. time when was right. that time where everybody lived forever all the time it doesn't it, exist. Right. Sam almost right. blew a fucking his brains out because I'm not going to say who it was, but somebody was like, the kids. The kids are dying. Sam's like, I swear to God, if you say the kids are dying, there's no kids dying. I'm going to go and fucking Sam not. almost oh, yeah. blew. Oh, yeah. We were driving and I was like. Yeah, yeah. That person. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm not going to say it. But. Well, there's certain instances. I don't want to say specifically, but there's certain instances where it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. That was a total bullshit job. Like that nothing ever happened there. And I, in, at least in... I'm not saying it with certainty, but there's certain things, for example, um, okay, you know what's good. I'm going to say like, if we take a look at the alleged Syria gas attack, I know I, I would like to think, I mean, sadly people died there, but it was not yeah. the way in which they said now allegedly mixed in with the real dead bodies. There were fake ones as well too. Okay. And here's the thing. When you look at that, why would Assad gas his own people and he would. invite the CIA in when they've been trying to kill him for God knows how long? He wouldn't. And that, that's why the I whole mean, thing was BS. And yeah. I'm not saying people didn't die because I do believe they died. I'm also, and this right. is where you get in a dangerous conversation, Yeah, right. that so much of what you see on the news of death and destruction is NPCs. But you know what, Sam? Yeah. The, the thing is, yes. is that I, my whole perspective to this is if we don't have, and this is sort of the motto of the show, of our show, if we don't have the conversations, then who will? Well, you know? I do that all the time. Like I've had people on and we've had debates for, you know, uh, right. you know, I believe, you know, that there's Jesuits, Zionist, communists, and people want to go Jew world order. And I'm just like, I think they're middle management based on everything that I've studied. Yeah. And mm. they, they are they're you know, the people who are crying about 
Jew World Order are also the ones that are crying about how, you know, Hollywood is like make, saying all white people are racist. And I'm like, you're doing right, the exact yeah. same thing. Now, are there people of the Jewish religion in p- power positions doing shady shit? Of course. It's like, it's right, bad apples. Right. Every, exactly. every right. group has. Exclusive. And, and, and is and, the and Jewish community doing themselves a giant disservice by defending everybody all the time in some fucking identity politics type of situation? 100%. Because that, mi- that is the brainwashing mind game that they've been brainwashed to do. It's just no, the I'm, way I'm, it I'm is. I'm Italian. I'm Italian and... My family, truthfully, there I come from a family of plumbers. Does that make us involved in organized crime? You know, one hundred percent. Imagine being right. Armenian in L.A. and saying there's not shady Armenians, and we right. had a genocide right. that fucking inspired the Holocaust. So it's like right. it's so ridiculous, and they just—it's just—it's the like like if you could play the power game of who who can't take a joke, Jews are number one. Jews are number one. Number one can't take a joke. Number one. And it's just like the way it is, man. It's And it's like either, and I'm sorry, because as the internet keeps going, more and more information gets exchanged. And if you don't get right. in ahead of this, you're going to get behind it. And that's my humble right. opinion. And I, but I want to get right. into that because there's other things I want to talk about. I was going to ask you before you get into that. You brought NPCs. Yeah. The other day I was thinking, I was like, there's 7 billion people in the world. What percentage of them are NPCs, if you had to say? Well, if you're asking me, I don't think there's 7 billion people. Yeah, if you, if I had, Okay, well, what percentage of, right. the, of the people that exist would you say are NPCs? Uh, if, if we're going with 7, seven billion, yeah. I think two-thirds of them. Two th- okay. Yeah. No, just like Twitter, you're all talking about bots on Twitter. I think verifiably now, 48% of Twitter is bots. That means almost half of the people you see in any of those threads, they're, they're bots. So, like, there doesn't even have to be 8 billion, 7 billion people, and there doesn't have to be a set number of NPCs because they'll just, like, create that when they need that number. Uh, you know what I mean? Okay. Like, it doesn't have to be a set number. It's If it's all, like, virtual reality, augmented, or uh, the... What's the other one? Uh, D-reality? D, D um, uh, um, diminished reality. Diminished reality. I couldn't think of that word. Diminished reality. If they can make us see and not see anything that they decide to at any given time to... Well, that's like, where that's consciousness like many, and focus goes. Right. Then it doesn't have well, that's to be like a Mini Project Bluebeam. The, the, there's a, something called Zero Point Energy, which is again the the technology that can access the ether, which the UFO craft use. But there's something which Camden will be doing an episode on our show coming up. Zero soon. Point Field, the yeah, Zero really, Point Field, where basically idea. because human beings are essentially transmitters, and according to another Russian general, he said back in the 80s they were able to contact a few different alien civilizations simply without chemicals, without technology, without anything, lying down, remote viewing. But he said they had to. To fine tune, and I quote, the energy contour of the brain, sort of like tuning the frequency of a radio, right? And so basically, he said he didn't want to get into more detail because he said it's, you know, classified and this and that. And funny, the mainstream media in the West and Europe doesn't pick it up. But the idea is that these beings are doing what he said, but at a much more advanced uh, rate and level. They're interfacing with thought, with consciousness. 
And people might have a hard time grasping that. But as you think on it more, it starts to make more sense. That voice in your head, you know, there's been many instances where people, women, generally females tend to be more intuitive with with telepathy and things like that. Generally, Um, they would be at uh, Las Vegas Casino. I know this sounds funny, but according to multiple CIA and military uh, whistleblowers, Aliens who would stop by Earth just to literally stop by, whether they looked like us or they used a camouflage hologram suit, very advanced one, um, would like to go to the malls and the casinos of Vegas because, again, you know, because I've always said like, they yeah, treated like Tijuana, and, and, dude. Right, we are yeah, their Tijuana. There was yeah. one woman who thought she she saw a man and a woman. She said they were very blonde, blue eyes. But again, she goes, they looked human, but something seemed off. And anyways, she thought she heard them. She was playing at a table of a poker game or a roulette. I don't know what it was. And she's at this table in, in the casino. And all she hears them talking behind her. She turns around. They're not talking. They're just looking at each other. She's hearing their voices speak. They both notice that she can hear them. The guy goes, what should we do with her? The, and she's hearing this telepathically. And then the woman goes, don't worry, she's not a part of the program, leave her alone, let's go. Not a part of the program. Again, the, as many abductees say, they've been taken into craft, sort, sort of like Travis Walton. There's certain grays, and that's why I don't like to say all gray aliens are bad. I'm not saying they are. but Don't be gray racist, bro. <laughs> Right. That, that, that's that's yeah. also a weird thing. They've even racist. done this Don't idea be a gracist, of racism bro. even in UFO culture. And we have to be so like, what the fuck? Like, don't fall for this. Right. I have no idea why Stephen Greer would mention that. I had never even thought of it until he well, said that. I also, think, I also think that there's a, too much of a black and white picture being yeah. painted in the sense that according to multiple whistleblowers, there are different types of grays, the gray aliens. There's ones that are simply, you know, servants, do whatever they say, sort of like biological computers. Other ones have a more deviant agenda some are very friendly but here's the thing though when you look at that and you see for example travis walton he's he wakes up in a room of small grays he sort of tries to knock him out with whatever he, objects karate from yeah. sorry yeah probably Kraft oh, okay. that's the one to knock right. people out with yeah, yeah. He, he goes right he goes yeah. down a hall and then he sees what looks like two humans and according to um i forgot his name shoot but anyways according to a former colonel there are ones that look just like us, literally, like that you could walk right. You could be sitting at a, a, a movie, a movie theater. Robert Dean is his name. He had a NATO top secret cosmic clearance. He said what scared them the most, the guys at the, in the military, was that you could be sitting in a movie theater. You could be sitting um, anywhere on the, on the train, on the subway. You would not know the difference. And what scared them about that was that there were only one or two groups that looked like humans, allegedly the Pleiadians, whatever you want to call, and or the Venusians. But it scared them that they could be in the Pentagon. They could be in the White House. For hundreds, if not thousands of years, they could have held top-level, you know, power positions, right, within human, human society. That'd be kind of like a shapeshifter lizard person? Not, uh, well, okay, uh, some of them allegedly cannot shapeshift. Some of them are human, literally, like, human-looking a little bit taller right. than us. Um they can, however, their senses are heightened. They're telepathic. They can see in the dark. They could smell better, taste better, uh, touch better than us. Um, their eyesight is substantially better. There are ones that are considered what they call walk-ins, where basically they're crypto-terrestrials, paraterrestrials. The bodies are bred in these underground bases, allegedly. Not always, but mostly. And then from the an, another dimension, these beings have to manifest in, in into this body. Why? At the 2001 National Press Club Conference, 
A handful of these ex-military CIA guys said one of the things that troubled their scientists the most was that every single being they came across, whether there was ones that looked like praying mantis ones, ones that looked like little elves, ones that looked like us, the greys, you name it, they all were bipedal. It's like there is a rule within this world, the simulation, the matrix, whatever we live in, that every living being of, must be at least bipedal, which is what made them like every conscious intellectual being must be bipedal. And they had a tr- trouble understanding that, figuring out why that was the case. I, I believe in the simulation that this is a holographic universe. And I know it sounds sure. crazy. Yeah. Animals, mm. I think, are just programs. I think, Sam, I think we're living in a very advanced simulation. I do believe free will. I don't, I don't think, in my opinion, I could be wrong. I don't think it could be broken, but I think free will could be bent. Hence the events like 9-11, redirecting, bending it. I think free will is a choose your own adventure. You have uh, this yeah, group right. of choices the that the simulation right. gives to you. But at the yeah. end of the day, you're getting where you're here to go. You said animals yeah. are yeah. programmed. Is that why bees do what they do? Like, you know, what they just do. when you talk about snakes who are just born with the ability to hunt. Well, that's an old idea, too, that, I mean, you see that in early medical research that animals are automatons, basically, you know, they're, I mean, and, and that's how they justified, like, vivisection and shit like that, to be honest. But yeah. I mean, well, then I'm not we saying be? they don't feel pain or yeah, that they're yeah. they're disposable in any way, but I think they, f- they are programs that fit into the simulation that texture to our experience. Yeah, by that. Right, exactly, exactly. And when you look at the Fibonacci sequence, you look at why hexagons are seen all over the place, why there's pyramids at Area 51. Clearly, if you take a look, for example, at a book called The Universal One by Walter Russell, uh, he he wrote this book, gave it to Nikola Tesla. Tesla said, humanity is not ready. Don't come out with this because people are going to go nuts. It essentially, it's a beautiful book of visuals and explaining the science behind things and how uh, allegedly, not saying he's correct. Has it come out the book? Oh yeah, you can get it yeah, online. Yeah, yeah. Man, probably. I'm buying yeah, yeah. like books every. I'm just gonna do all. Them, though? I'm trying. Yeah, we gotta get that bookshelf. <laughs> I gotta get the bookshelf of books I've never read. That, right. <laughs> What's the name of that, that book? I have that downstairs too. Actually, funny. The enough, universal one. The, I univer- hate, yeah, the okay, universal. Okay, I hate to be the guy that always references a book here, a book there, because anyone could write a book and say whatever, right? But the, the principle is that within you know the Hermetic principles, the yin, the yang, as a by Walter so Russell. Walter Russell, correct. What I find peculiar, though, is that there's Walter Russell's presumptions and proposals and theories, because they're not facts. Let's say his theories are being utilized and harnessed seemingly at military test sites. Why are there pyramids popping up all over the place at Area 51? If you take a look, why are there why are there certain pyramids allegedly? You know, I know the moon pictures. People kind of go, ah, whatever. But why is it that the pyramid is for some reason, the triangle, the inverted Merkaba? You know, the, the artificial murk about things like this. Why are they always being seen all over the place? Which takes me back to the fifth. Quantum computing is okay, but quantum healing isn't. Because the military, in my opinion, at the highest levels of government, understand that because everyone on this planet could do it, if anyone found out how to do it, just like that Russian general said, tuning the energy contour of the brain, they'd lose control. The power structure would collapse. Yeah. I totally agree with all of that. I totally agree with all that. Now, here's an interesting thing, because you've really opened my mind to like, okay, why are we allowed to freely pass information? Why haven't they shut it down? Well, what if they don't control it? 
as much as they try to control it, they're only allowed to control so much. So real quick, what is Bitcoin? There's been okay. talk that Bitcoin, there's talk about it being, uh, you know, a CIA, oh, yeah. one uh -huh. world thing. But there's also sure. somebody who's come on my, my Rockfin account, and he was talking about how it is... You know, when Bitcoin rises, humanity seems to rise. That it's connected to our universal okay, consciousness. Yeah. Right. Okay, so before Camden, I know Camden's big into crypto and Bitcoin. I just wanted to say really quickly that I do believe ultimately that there are physicists, quantum physicists that admit, not really too publicly, but they, it's on record that when they are studying the uh, composition, trying to figure out what makes up the universe we live in, they find similarities between that and the intrinsic elements of the internet, whether it's the code, you name it, there's similarities. So the idea is, I mean, again, it scares people that we may be living in a very advanced version of an internet or simulation, well, the right? Matrix. But Ma right, Matrix, yeah. yeah. That, that, the fact that there are similarities is very interesting. And you look at people like Eric Weinstein, who presented the, the STEM, uh, sorry, not the disk theory. Distributive idea suppression complex. Not that there's a big uh, shadow group controlling everything, but there's a loose group of people within that of the public academia, within STEM, science, technology, engineering, and mathematics, that literally decide what science could be proven, what could be debunked, whether real or not. It's not about, it's about controlling the narrative. In, and it's interesting because... It's not like there's a shadow group and they all get together every Friday and they decide, okay, fuck this. We're going to, okay, we'll bring this in, you know, screw that, whatever. It's essentially a group that when someone stumbles upon at Harvard or Yale, Stanford, you name it, stumbles upon, for example, an equation of anti-gravity, some, a group of people come along and say, no, 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 that's no good. Just like when Robert Bigelow spent hundreds of millions of dollars looking for aliens, looking for signs of life. You know what the CIA did essentially? They sent every single disinformation agent they could to surround him and feed him with bullshit. He got past it. But again, interestingly enough, he won't talk about it after that. But with regards to crypto, Camden, please. Well, crypto, I think Bitcoin is a, is one of their, the, their most stable coins. I think that is a psyop, a control mechanism. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with social credit scores and yeah, 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 and, yeah. China and things. Yeah. So cryptos, all tied to that blockchain is um, a digital copy of time passing kind of thing. Um, if so right now, uh, normal jobs, you get direct deposit to your bank account and that money goes to your bank account. They can theoretically see that you got money and then now the IRS $600 or more, we're going to look into your account. Well, uh, that's more driving people to crypto point blank exactly for this because if your employer now pays you in Bitcoin or Ethereum or Litecoin, whatever they go with, uh -oh, it'll be a big choice. I'm sure they can see everywhere you spend that money. They can see that you spent it on cigarettes and you spent it on drugs and you spent it on, on hookers. They could see that. So now they're not going to want to employ you anymore because they can see the entire because yeah. blockchain, oh, it's so unhackable. Oh, it's so secure. Well, yes, for people you don't want to get into it. But when you give someone permission to your blockchain, to your social wallet, now they have access. You've given them access, haven't you? Yeah. So, so my like, question is, uh, the stuff like Monero, which is supposed to be untraceable, does that do anything? Right. I mean, so the just like the internet, you think it got away from them. I think the technology could get away from them. I think there are 
good versions of an actually decentralized cryptocurrency. And if and if the right side of humanity, the 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 good side overcomes like we really want to be hopeful that we will then i think that there are uses for it um but bitcoin i mean they seized 2.5 million in capital from the capital pipeline hack of bitcoin and they can't give it back because it's bitcoin because blockchain's anonymous no they they just got their great starting uh trade-off for fedcoin right i mean the crypto world it builds into the vaccine passport it builds into the social uh, credit score they've got everyone excited about it from all angles though right because you have people that are really really hyped about like things like vaccine passports you have the digital native uh, gen z people excited about cryptos and that builds right into that having a digital wallet too you've already you're already testing out full facial recognition technology and social credit scores in china so like it, it builds into that um, control of every waking moment of what you're doing scheme that they're going for. They can't just like let us have something like the internet. They need to control everything. So that's what they're vying to do, I guess. But do you think like some of the stuff we've talked about, it's gotten away from them in any way? Yeah, that's exactly I, what I mean. Just and like I said, is- crypto can... The technology can get away from them, just like you said the internet has. Presuming so you were asking this me about the one that's okay. completely untraceable. Like, yeah, it could. It can be actually the altruistically good idea that they say it is. Presuming it's not an intelligent psyop, where again you yeah, create yeah. the you create the, the this this time around the solution, and or you know you create something and then both ends of it, uh, both ends of the stick metaphorically. Presuming it's not an, a human intelligence psyop. I mean, I would go as far as to argue there are certain uh, extraterrestrial factions that are trying to covertly break away from the deal that Eisenhower had signed uh, that essentially kind of put the whole uh, hierarchical structure under under control of, of the this particular group or species, if you will. Um, things could have changed since then, but it's possible certain elements of blockchain and things like that, certain elements of uh, consumer electronics are being given to us and drop fed via humans, but from another uh, el- faction or element of extraterrestrials hoping that the masses will wake up and use this use the blockchain use you know putting things on video right, on uh, right. tiktok and stuff like that and then in the meantime these these aliens trying to help us will prevent basically any countries from dropping a nuke on each other you know what i mean so I, th- th- that's just one proposal or theory doesn't mean it's correct whatsoever presuming blockchain and crypto is not um a, a intelligence operation yeah and it could be dude well my whole thing is get be. your digital Turn it into physical. That's on Cash Daddies. I always believe in that. And that's what we should. Right. Real quick, I want to get into something. Um, you've been mentioning, I, I, I love pocket dimensions, but I want to talk about right. aliens, trafficking of humans. What what, okay. what are your thoughts on that? Uh, is that part of the Eisenhower <laughs> deal? Is that why you don't go alone in the forest? So there are okay, the four the four one one missing case files doesn't mean all of it has to do with extraterrestrials. There's a few different things that are happening here, in my opinion. It's a very very controlled structure, um, in the in the sense that it's not that there's one structure, but there's multiple. So you have certain, unfortunately, children that go missing that go unreported, as mentioned by multiple CIA whistleblowers every year. Um, you have that now. 
some in some cases it's strictly for sex trafficking things like this in other cases what you then have is you have people children going missing in national forests that's a little bit different because the national forests allegedly have these very advanced holographic cover-up uh, cover-ups to entrances things like this again holograms not meaning you can put your finger through it and this and that F- very advanced holograms ones where again looks like it's a tree but if you can somehow get inside that tree you go down, you either oh. go underground or that tree's not even a tree. It's a whole other massive room, uh, hangar, you name it. Pocket dimensions? The pocket dimension, right. The Dude, reason I can talk about this, pocket dimensions right, all day. The reason for the national parks, the whole situation with 411 cases is that I say allegedly, but at this point, it's almost been confirmed. There are loads and loads of deep underground military bases that I believe Amy says WTF has also done quite a bit of research and detail on um, that are associated with the national parks. So, again, what would you do? Where would you build underground bases to help these aliens? I mean, they've already had them, but to work with them and create what's called a subterranean global network that connects into hollow earth, right? What do you do there? Now, what you have, there's a proposal, right? You have David Weiss, flat earth. A lot of people say concave earth. The earth is sort of like a golf ball because even if there is an, in, an, um, a hollow earth, how could you fit everything inside there with allegedly these different species, their technology, you name it, right? Now, the beings within hollow earth from the children being trafficked in the national parks and the national forests, they were allegedly humans that sort of uh, survived a uh, world event. Cataclysmic event. Thank you. Cataclysmic events thousands of years ago. And they were given some of this technology, but they live within hollow earth. And you might say, okay, but there's only so much space on the planet. It's because there are pocket dimensions within certain elements internally. So that's why when we look at in the late 90s, NOAA, N-O-A-A, I forgot what it stands for. They basically oversee the, the oceans and stuff. Recorded accidentally, they spotted a blip that was three times the size of the Eiffel Tower. It all of a sudden went away. Someone tried to get a FOIA release on it. They, they took Noah to court. The lawyer showed up and said, we, we can't find the documents. I wish I could say that when I, you know, if I ever have to go to court too, to sure. get, off the, get, get off that easy. Right. But anyways, so the thing is, is again, how were you look at Russia doing military drills in the Arctic, right? The proposal is that there are very large beings, and I, I don't want to use the word kaiju, but to, to, re, to relate it and connect it, a form of drop feeding being Godzilla versus King Kong. Right. Admiral Byrd's yeah. Hollow Earth footage, and that whole thing is actually legitimate in the very beginning when he says we got to go to Antarctica and all that. Now, this connects back to the children trafficking because Russia, the U.S., China have something called allegedly project lace low um, low level augmentative crossbreeding experimentation they have these underground bases to create hybrid humans hybrid aliens different species different experiments now apparently there are certain extraterrestrials that do not have the soul matrix like a soul like emotions and things like this right and they're trying to get that from these children and this is part of the deal that eisenhower fucked up on they agreed the aliens said we'll give you some of our tech if you let us abduct almost a million people per year, generally speaking, children, the, the contract stated, sure, but you got to bring them back peacefully, return them and make the, wipe their memory of that event. A lot of cases they never got returned. Sometimes they were found dead. Some bullshit. <clears throat> right. So, they, is, they, is this a public safety issue? Should people avoid national parks? Is it that? I mean, what would you say? I'm, Honestly, I uh, it, it's tough. It's iffy, and I'll tell you why. Yeah, no, you, I hate to say that because they are so pretty. And yeah, I love yeah, Park, yeah. Right? And there's 
Yeah, and there there have been people who have former National Park Guards, former uh, U.S. Navy servicemen and women going on, I know it sounds ridiculous, but going on Reddit saying mermaids are real, the National uh, Park thing is extremely underreported, then the posts get taken down. How do you find it? Dark web, the way back machine, that whole thing. And so these children, depending on the situation, are being used for child sex trafficking at, you know, the Epstein level for blackmail, things like this, right? For the Mossad, CIA, you name it. In other cases, they are being used for deep, deep genetic manipulation and experimentation. Now, oh, there's one Jesus. whistleblower who, who came out in the mid to late 90s. And this is this is why I think they need so many children, by the way. He said that he had a mask on voice covering and everything, but it's consistent with my research of the last year and a half, two years. He said the doctors that these guys use, the surgeons, we'll call them, you know, surgeons with air quotes, they don't hire them and make them sign NDAs based on their skill of operation. They hire them based on how well they could keep a secret. And so if you have surgeons that could keep a secret, but they're not that fucking good at their job, you're going to, this is so terrible to say, you're going to need more kids. You see oh what I'm saying? Oh, my God. Yeah. You, you mentioned I mean, pocket it, dimensions. It, uh, uh, what were you going to say? It, well, it builds into, I mean, we talked about Epstein-level things. What, what happened really soon after all this epstein Gisley maxwell stuff started really coming to light, and they actually had to, like, scapegoat them, uh, these border crises, a lot of, a lot of, I mean, point blank, a lot of kids go fucking missing, and it's a tragedy. Whether or not they're getting abducted, it's a fucking tragedy. And so, like, it, they lost some of their best... Uh, suppliers in Epstein and Gislein maybe and uh, they gotta find other ends like it doesn't well one thing we bring up on the Patreon on our show is there's more to, uh, evidence to substantiate this but it, it doesn't take much if the border's a mess regardless of what border in the world but if it doesn't it clearly the agencies of ICE and the border patrol are there's a clear dissonance and disconnection between them and Washington. Clearly there's something going on there in terms of the, the fact that there's no cooperation, you know, there's apparently all these ethics issues. I'm sure some of it's BS for press reasons and what have you, but clearly there is a disconnect there. These agencies sort of operate in a rogue kind of way. It doesn't take much to, you know, every thousand kids grab two or three, put, put them aside. They, you know what I mean? Literally seven thousand coming in in like a couple days. You know what I mean? Oh my yeah. God, these scumbags! I, Eisenhower was only representing the U.S. right with that agreement. That was only between the United States and these. I'll punch well, all these people, dude. According to Robert Leaks, yeah. According to Leaks, not to say that others haven't signed. Well, Robert Dean. Accord. Right. Well, Robert Dean was a military intelligence officer, um, and he was also a military intelligence for NATO. He had a cosmic top secret clearance, at least to his knowledge, that was the highest of the highest. But these guys, they, they compartmentalize so much. You don't know if you're doing something and, you know, secretly working for another group above that you don't know about. Right. OK, I just but wasn't anyways. sure when this was. I didn't know if he was representing the allies at this time. Or, well, this, or, is, no. this, is what, this is what he was. Uh, well, Robert Dean said that there were four to five groups specifically interested in Earth, according to NATO. So my point is, is that. There's more in the 80s, by the 80s, by the time the mid 80s rolled around, they had cataloged 57 different species, but only wow. four or five of them had legitimate interests in Earth in like serious interests. I think that this was, yeah, this was Eisenhower. This then went to NATO. And I think a lot of those TR, those triangle craft you see around the world, I think a lot of it's human. A lot of it is France, Italy, UK, uh, all NATO allies, in my opinion. God. But, uh, I was going to ask you about uh, pocket dimensions. Uh, 
What do you think about Skid Walker Ranch? Is that an entrance to Hollow Earth? Is that just a dimension? Is that well, a portal? Interestingly enough, if we take a look at Skinwalker Ranch and a couple other inst- areas that took place there, Warner Von Braun, the Nazi scientist, was sent yeah. to um, to investigate some of these locations. He would spend weeks there at a time. If it was so anomalistic, and I say that with air quotes, why are you sending your top guy, Nazi scientist, by the way, but whatever, why are you sending your top guy to to go and stay there weeks and weeks if there's nothing there? Now, this is what I was saying before about poltergeist activity, paranormal UFO stuff. I believe they're one in the same in an energetic sense. I don't. I, I believe there's been too much dissonance, but too much separation. Oh, paranormal or UFO? Which one are you? I don't. I think it's one in the same in a lot of ways. The pocket dimensions. I think in places like Skinwalker Ranch, places where your cell phone stops working, where you know uh, certain military rocket tests would they would shoot some rockets and then all of a sudden they would go off course randomly. I do believe pocket dimensions exist there simply because of the amount of footage coming and going of these shadow-like beings looking like they're walking or running from one place to another. If it is not a pocket dimension, it is a frequentially aligned area that harnesses ionized air pockets. And this is thanks to Boyd Bushman, former Lockheed Martin engineer, who they said it was BS, all of his claims on his deathbed. He did a video, deathbed video, but you look at his patents and his employment and he worked there. He said these aliens would ionize air pockets in order to allow for more efficient teleportation and things like this. So if you integrate that in and you realize the ionized air pockets in these certain geographical vicinities or areas, wouldn't surprise me if there if there's uh, pocket dimensions, paranormal beings, you name it. Wait, so I you're saying it might be like a hub, like a travel hub? Is that what you're suggesting? Yeah. Oh, you're yeah. telling me it's like a Greyhound station. <laughs> it's like that scene I mean, in yeah. Men in Black, yeah. you know? Yeah. That's exactly it what like, it is. There's Men lots in of black. people that could yeah. be in on that. Like, there's lots hubs of, or I, I know, call it everywhere. I, right. And I know it sounds, uh, to some people, it sounds a little bit ridiculous. If you asked me guys six months ago, you know, mermaids, Bigfoot, this, that, I would have said, Ugh. but now, you know what? I'm leaning more to it because when you see, you know, it looks like a, a, a demon with horns running through Skinwalker Ranch. And then, you know, an hour later, a UFO zooms by, but then it doesn't just zoom off the camera. It zooms, it stops, and then it just vanishes. So we you haven't, know? we've been invited there. Would you, would you say don't go to Skinwalker Ranch? Would you? Ooh, interesting. It, no, it, no, I it depends. Go, I would, okay. I don't have, I would go I don't knowing have, all that. I don't have kids or anything. I would go. Personally, but, but I, I have I kids. Don't know. Sam, I oh, yeah. Sam has well, kids. I, do so they want to abduct my forty-eight-year-old ass? That's my new <laughs> yeah. joke. Because like nobody wants to rape a forty-eight-year-old. Yeah. I'm good to go, right? It's, it's already blown out enough. Right? Yeah. It's like yeah, plus exactly. I have no ass yeah, to take. So I mean, right? 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 I mean, like you said, you were gonna start making money on it. What? On your ass. No way. What would I say that? You went to jail? Yeah, you did on your joke. Oh, well, yeah, it's yeah, hilarious. You got, no, we're yeah. not going to. Don't give away my jokes. I know, that's what I'm but saying. It's hilarious. It's not what he's saying. It's totally different. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would just make money picking up all the soap for everybody because nobody, <laughs> nobody wants my ass. Oh, you're like iron ass? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's like I have no ass. I'm 48. I have no ass. Uh, nobody wants yeah, to take yeah, it. So I'll just pick up the soap. Sam, they're going to put you right in the prison of the pocket dimension. Nowhere else. We can't do anything with this guy. Uh, guys, great show. I want to get you on. Um, I want to get you on with Brian. You just got to stick to your guns, bro. He's hypnotizing. Sure, yeah. He's hypnotizing. Sure. He'll sure, come at yeah. you yeah. and he'll dismiss you. And you want to be like, but I want to be friends with the guy who played the Israeli on um, fucking, uh, you know, whatever movie he was in. What was that movie with, uh, uh, what's a famous with Ken Jung where he had no dick? What was that? 
Oh, the, the, the hangover. Thing. Hangover, right? Oh, I want to be hangover, friends yeah. with the, the guy who played the Israeli on Hangover. No, nah, dude, you got to stick to your guns. You got to push back. <laughs> I got your back, dude. We'll he's in you. a lot of mood, but he's just randomly in a bunch of moods. No, he's the way. best, though. I love him with all my heart. People don't realize he's a great guy. <laughs> best one is uh, Booty Booty with Bubba Sparks. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's my best experience oh, yeah. by him. Best. I mean, dude, he's a, gr- he's a great guy, and everyone should uh, Where's Bubba him. Sparks? By the way, whatever. Yeah, right. where is Bubba Sparks? Never having that. He might have gone to Skinwalker, got abducted. He might have yeah. in a decade. <laughs> Do you think they're stealing wiggers? Is that what they're doing? <laughs> uh, guys, uh, it was great to talk to you guys. You guys are the Batman and Robin of conspiracies. Uh, it's an honor Thank to have you. you guys on. We'll do it anytime. I could talk black goo all the time. So you think black goo, it, can it, it attacks people? Is that what it is? Um, or is it that stuff they, they put it on the do. late night commercials? <laughs> it's that simple. Use black goo for any kind of hole you have in your wall, on your bowl, well, right. whatever no, it you is. Could well, use black it goo. Positively. You could use it. It's programmable matter. You could use it to fix the hole in your for wall. Good it could things. be in yeah. your wall. Yeah. But they use it negatively. They use it to do things like... I used, you were talking about it coming out of their nose. I guess they literally could stop them from breathing. They could just clog right. up everything. So we're talking right? nanobots, yeah. right? And probably the black, the black Here's goo the is like a Nan- substrate. Is that what you're thinking? That, that, that. A holographic substrate. Now, nanobots is the way that we would perceive it and understand it, which is why I think some of it is human-made or reverse-engineered at a, with some human elements thrown into there technology-wise, right? Stuff that we'd understand our brains could perceive better. But I think nanorobots is also... Um, we covered this on our Patreon, the NanoQuell Edward Snowden thing. Oh, but anyway, yeah, no, I, I, I think mean, nanobot. I, yeah, I think nanobots are a very no disrespect to you guys. I just think even us as humans, it's it's harder it's, to hold on. Care. Hold on, you're human like too. Would be disrespectful to you too. <laughs> Oh, yeah, no, we no, caught him. He's oh, busted. He might be an alien. He might be an alien. Uh oh. Lizard people. One of us. One of us. I was Sam. I was just wondering, brother. Could I just uh, do a quick uh, shout out for our uh, Patreon and where to find Dude, us? Dude, promote anything you want. Promote. I thank you oh, so anything. much. I just wanted to say this is that's no what lizard to, person would say. Yeah, by yeah, the yeah. way, <laughs> moving right along. This is, this is nothing against uh, those that that monetize with YouTube. It's just personally, we we're trying to stick around on YouTube, so we don't monetize. We we also don't believe in in uh, putting stuff out that we don't want to watch ourselves. So our main source of of, of income to keep the show going is uh, slash generation Z. We have uh, three different packages: four bucks a month, eight bucks a month month 12 bucks a month we're just trying to pay our bills and do what we love doing we're not trying to get rich or anything we have everything from um two to four times a week members only episodes telegram discord group chats early release episodes see episodes you know a week before it goes to the public tell us episodes to do um dark web documents data everything that basically we can't show on youtube or anywhere else hey i get it dude i do the same thing you know uh you guys should look into rockfin if you guys are no, interested we, in we that, have. we we are. Thank I, you. Yeah, I, you know, going back to that crypto thing to be part of Rockfin, you got to go, like get Coinbase and stuff. Yeah, and so like that's where I like that's where I pull back for a second and say, oh, but I really love their concept. Well, it's something to think about. Give a little, take a little, right. and diver- I'm always like diversify your revenue streams. Absolutely. But the reason I got off of Patreon was because mm. you have to appease two masters. Okay, you have to appease yes. Patreon yes. and then wherever you host a video. If it was just right. Patreon, I'd be okay, not bad. I can't tell yeah. you how many times Vimeo or Vimeo or whatever it is, 
uh, just dinged me, and they yeah. took down yeah. my my well, my that's account. Why we use the Dropbox. Like, well, we I, I don't know if this is giving it away, but yeah, like I mean, I guess at this point, it's not really a secret per se. We realize we opened a massive Dropbox thing, and that's how we do it. Dropbox, I, I will me, say Dropbox. The people is not. that I let see that Holy video shit. can see that video, and I can like, I mean, like they. They can't censor that, right? They're they do scan. They do. Patreon. Dropbox does scan your files, though, because uh, I. It does. They, yeah, they they'll get you for copyright. No, it does. They, well, they haven't. We haven't so, run into problems so, yet. So, so no mean, matter where you go, I I think yeah. you're gonna run into stuff. The only reason yeah. I like, uh, you know, it's like I'm working with Rockfin, and I talk to them all the time, and they're working. I hear nothing really, but great things. You know, and no matter what you do, things. there's gonna be somebody who's gonna. Not yeah. that you guys are doing it, but oh, dude, it's That's a honeypot. Go it's everything. Radio. It's like get the fuck out of here, dude. <laughs> it's like this is where it's going, and to me, for Patreon is like everybody has to individually kill what they eat, whereas in. Rockfin, we all hunt in the pack, yeah. and that's yeah, kind of yeah, what I yeah, like. No, it's, yeah, it's a very good point. It's a very good point. I, the time we started Patreon, it was just because um, I, I got fortunate in the sense that I started the show when the COVID pandemic first hit, yeah. so everyone was at, at home. And then when the economy started opening up again here in Canada, I basically, back in February, said, listen, if you guys want me to continue the show, I just need enough to pay my bills, right? And then took it from there, so... Well, it's something to think about, and I, you know, right. for the longest time, I had something on Rockfin and on Patreon, and those yeah. who want to do it on one thing will do it on one thing. Those who want to do it on both will do it on both. And now, I, sorry, I just wanted to say for a quick alternative for people who may not like Patreon, there are we do have some people where they simply just send us, um, <clears throat> pay, literally like twelve bucks a month on oh, PayPal. Yeah. And then we just send them on their personal number or email. We literally just send out the content like that as it comes out. Respect. There we go. Respect. Respect. Uh, you guys came and kicked a whole lot of ass, Dave and Camden. Uh, thanks for coming on the show. I Thank will include so all your links in the description of the show so that they can find you. And I know the swarm is going to love you. So uh, wonderful you so episode. Much, Thank you guys thanks. so much for coming on. Yeah. Thank you guys. As I said, new show just added in pennsylvania and we're looking to possibly do a back-to-back -back in new jersey at the dojo i will know about the dojo uh by the end of the night so those will all be up on samtriplee.com and again grab the tickets to uh the the big 500 tickets are going quickly and man it's just gonna be a fun night of like-minded people Come, hang out, get weird, have a good time, celebrate a major uh, thing. Because, you know, it's like people were going back and watching the first episode and like how far we've come and how cool that is. And it's my whole theory. Build it. They will come. If you're respectful, yeah, you spread absolutely. love, you show love, you help others. It will happen for you. So I love you yeah. all very much. Thank you guys for tuning in. And I hope you enjoyed the show because I thought it was a banger. And we'll talk to you guys soon. Take care. Go deep, homeboy. Eric, open your mind. Drink from the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. That's some interdimensional shit. Wake up, Aaron. This is only the beginning. Dude, you just blew my mind. Tim foil hack. Tim foil hack. Tim foil hack.